Good Saturday. Welcome to Which One? I'm Randy. And I'm Rob. Thanks for joining us. So, what happened this week? You got some Botox put into your eye? Um, into your eyes? All over your face? Yeah, I didn't like it. Why? Uh-huh. And it's not to look younger. No? What it, was it for? Just trying it for migraines. See how uh, see if I can eliminate a little bit of these yeah. migraines I'm getting. So I go in there figuring I'm going to get a couple needles. You know, kind of like acupuncture is what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. And I go in there and I sit down. And as soon as I get in, they tell me it's like 35, 40 needles. And I That's say, a lot. Yeah, and uh, I say, okay. And then the first one goes in, and I go, what the heck? This ain't good. <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy the first one. And yeah. Not, and knowing that I had another 40 to go wasn't very fun. Yeah. But we survived it. and uh, How did you describe the pain of each needle? Uh, it's kind of like a wasp bite, I guess. Yeah. So you have to get that 40 times. And yeah. wh- what did you tell me? You were telling me that well, a couple of them they I've... asked you like halfway through if you wanted to continue yeah, they say a lot of people pass out or throw up. or Yeah. And I said, keep her going. Keep her going. Yeah. That's the spirit. A few of them actually didn't even go in because I was tensing so much. And I think really? the worst part is just knowing that you got to go through 40 of them or whatever. Yeah. That's the worst part. If you knew, if you know you have one, do it, get it over with. But when you, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's like everybody who's always, I know when I was a kid, I was always afraid to get rabies or whatever because... They tell you you have to go and get a million needles in your stomach or whatever. So. Yeah. Or what's that one? Is it a epidural? Is that the one that goes in your spine? That's for having a baby. I know, but that's like apparently the yeah, biggest needle yeah, you can it's get. Yeah, not fun. Yeah. Because you have to reach the spine. Yeah, they don't. Uh, it's not an enjoyable one. I don't think it feels like that one. It's nothing like that. No, yeah. That one. Uh, it's weird. So I guess they're just putting that in your head but, I mean, to you, adjust the pressure you, points. But you got to remember, that? you're going through so much pain that mm-hmm. a couple seconds. Uh, actually, I think an epidural is actually longer than a couple seconds. But that kind of yeah. you can handle the pain because you already have so much to the, uh, the other place. So. Yeah, it's like a last resort type of thing. I would, I guess. Um, yeah, let's get into the episode today. We're going to be discussing. Has technology improved communications? Isn't that kind of a little boring subject? You could say it's boring, or you could say it's scientific, or you could say it's uh, technological. And what do you think? You think it's which one? So do you think that you're happy with the way things have gone, the way technology is? I think technology has improved communications. Well, of course it has, but that's not the question. The question is... Would you? Well, see, you don't know any better. Well, that is see, the question. Well, it is, and you don't really know any better. Technology's been at a pretty much a high point your whole life. Mm-hmm. Where me, you know, back in my day, we had eight track tapes. We had, you know, we didn't have debit cards. We didn't yeah. have cell phones. We didn't have a cell phone period until I think, uh, you know, I was maybe in my teens. Yeah. Uh, so we're with you. You've had all the technology, if not, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different for me. I kind of, I guess I'm on the opposite end. Uh, okay. Because, you know, I to me, you know, technology's great and all, but kind of takes away some of the, the human, human reaction, I yep. guess, you know. 
And I agree with that, but from the actual standpoint, you know, like before there was like phones or email or computers, if you wanted to like talk to someone across the world, you would have to like travel for like days on days on days. Well, what, what was that thing called where you tap? What's that? Morse code. Morse code. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy to think about how much things have changed now like like it was i think on star trek they had where like you could like talk to somebody on another spaceship like facetime and now we actually have it i know if you look at that yeah you go back and go what the heck yeah yeah but yeah morse code that so why do you think it hasn't improved communications oh no like i said it has improved i mean <laughs> improved so tenfold. you but you think it's bad like you think it has do you think it has more negatives and positives technology the way it's going um no i just i think you know the way it is is the way it is and it's just going to keep growing Mm -hmm. but i I, do i think it's taken away from life itself and and and, uh, it's hard to explain like just being with people yeah i mean you know it's like the emotions it's like you guys all of you even you know even all the older people you can't sit there and have a conversation anymore without somebody sitting on their phone. Yeah. Right? Like you can't. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. You, so you, somebody's got a phone. It's true. You know, and that's, it gets kind of irritating, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, do you think, how do you, what effect do you think it's going to have on kids nowadays growing up? They, they're on their iPads glued to it. Like some parents just give it to them and they just watch videos all the time or play games. Well, we were stupid, not stupid, but we gave it to you guys at early ages too. But I think kids have it even worse oh, now. I know. Yeah, like, kids now gonna, are getting cell phones. Like, are they even going to be able to like understand a human face and what emotions it's portraying? Like, are they going to be able to understand yeah, so that's that That's the stuff? part I don't really care about because back when I was a kid, yeah, I mean, you you went outside and played every day for three mm-hmm. four hours. You you know you. You, you had friends yeah. that you hung out with. Nowadays, you just text the friends. Mm-hmm. See, and the problem with texting to me is see, I'm not a big texter. I don't like it for the fact that whatever mood somebody's in is how they decide they want to read your message. Yeah, how they and, interpret it. You know, and so how many fights have happened because of that or yeah. disagreements or whatever. I mean, that, that part's, uh takes mm-hmm. away the reality of it, right? Yeah, it's kind of like if you're angry... And you're in a bad mood and you get a text from somebody, you might read it as an angry person or you might misjudge what they said. Like they might, I don't know. Say, and so what happens with that? So you don't talk to that person for a month. Yeah. We're back in my day. You're outside. You have a disagreement. You yell at each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, 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 know, you may even throw a punch here and there, which normally doesn't happen. But yeah. guess what? The next day, they're your friend to get still. And you're back out having no, fun with for them sure. again. Yeah. Nowadays, you could lose a friend outright just because of a text. Yeah. Or it's an easy way out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or people say, see, the biggest thing, and I've always told you guys this, the biggest lesson is, you know, anything that frustrates you at all, you 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 never want to give an immediate reaction. Yeah. You got to sit down, give it, a, give it 10, 15 minutes, if not more, mm-hmm. you know, think it through. You know, nowadays with texting yeah. and email and Facebook and all that, what happens? You get pissed off at somebody. They're on Facebook a minute later typing, you know, a three-page letter and hitting enter. Yeah. And then what happens? Five minutes later, they regret everything they said. See, so that part of it I don't like at all, you know. And, yeah, and uh, the opposite is like, yeah, if, if there wasn't that technology, you'd be in person with someone. 
you can still misinterpret somebody that you're talking to face to face, but like it's easy to sort it out because then you're more likely to bring it up immediately, like identify the problem, and then somebody might be like, "Oh no, that's not what I meant." Whereas texting, it's kind of like it gets things that get lost in translations blow up too quick, and like yeah, you have that immediate. You can just immediately respond, whereas like if in like if that didn't exist, you couldn't just immediately respond. Look at the music industry. You guys will be in the car, and I'll sing every song they ever heard, and you guys will say to me, "How do you know all these songs?" Mm-hmm. Back in my day, music, that you know, it's not you pick whatever song you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I listened to a radio that had, you know, you got a country channel, you got a usually a you know a, a pop channel, and you got a you know, a rock channel. Yeah. And you turn on whatever channel you want. And unfortunately, sometimes you got to wait for eight songs before you get a song you like. Mm. So you learn all them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where nowadays you guys pick the song you like. What what has it done to the music industry even? Nobody buys records anymore. Nobody buys tapes anymore or CDs. Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's actually funny. People are trying to go back to the nostalgia of uh, the record players and stuff. You see yeah. a lot of that happening now? Yep. Because they miss it, right? You like, know what's I mean, actually funny with that is like, it's called, I learned about it uh, in university, my marketing class. It's called The Long Tail. So The Long Tail kind of came about um, when like online uh, stores came about and like music producing and stuff. Before on the radio, you would only hear the top 50 hits. You would only see the best 50 movies. Nowadays, there's so many more artists because there's different niches. You can, if, like, if there was an artist that you heard about that was really good, you can't couldn't just go to your local record store and buy their record. It was only available maybe in the city that that singer's from. Now you can just go on Amazon and buy their record. Well, you're right, and there's positives to everything too. I mean, look at look at all the people that made it big off the internet. Yeah, Justin Bieber for the biggest one yeah, of all. Exactly. Right? You know, back in my day, for you to get a, a record label, is you had to get impossible. a comp- you had to go to a marketing company. Right. You had to get approved onto the radios. Like, yeah. so, so I mean, and I'm not all negative. There's definitely a lot of positives out of the you know what we have now in technology. Well, I mean, look at the look at this black movement, right? That would have never happened if it wasn't for the internet. Yeah. And that just shows you how strong it is because it gets to everybody. Yeah. You know, I mean, that part I always found amazing. When me, me and your mother would be in Mexico, you know, we can go on, what's that called? FaceTime. FaceTime and, you know, talk to you guys as if we're sitting at the house or you guys yeah. are sitting there with us. That part always blew me away and I kind of enjoy that. But I I would take, I would give it up to have the, the personal interaction more, yeah. which I really miss. But maybe we'll get to a point where it will be like that again. Like, you know what I mean? Like eventually maybe we'll have holograms of each other, like walking around in the room, you know, almost like, you know what I mean? Well, the one thing I've always been waiting for, and I'm not, I'm pretty sure it's not going to come in my lifetime is, is like you said, in the Star Trek. Yeah. You can go one place to another. Oh, tr- so teleportation. I, yeah. So if I want to go to Mexico, I just, you know, just beam me oh. up, Scotty. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that'd <mean>. be cool. <laughs> no or, plates, no or you could do it kind of like total recall style and just get that memory implanted in your brain. Like you went there. Yeah. You know what? It's that's funny. going too far. Yeah, that is going too far. How there, do I get a tan with this? <laughs> um, there's this one. I just listened to another podcast actually kind of about teleportation. And this is all quotations and I don't know if it's all real. But the U.S. Army was trying to find or trying to create invisibility. And I guess they accidentally created transportation. And they transported these six sail- sailors. And... 
they got transported back, and guess what happened? Like five of them were yeah. like fused to the They're ship. All mixed up. <laughs> like the one guy, like hey, that's not my foot. <laughs> yeah, like he's like yeah, literally, and I that just sounds so scary to me. And apparently, so some of them that didn't get stuck in the ship were uh, just randomly disappearing. They'd be at a bar and just disappear. Well, yeah, there might be truth to that. Because look at the movie The Fly. He came back all screwed up with the fly's head in the bar. Oh, yeah, I forgot that movie was about. I didn't even remember that was about teleportation. Yeah, that was actually a cool machine. Maybe it's just we should... should But then he came back. Yeah, he came back all screwed up. Yeah, well, not at first. He slowly became a fly, but it messed him up pretty good. Help me, help and like, me, help me. <laughs> how, that scared me when I was a kid. Help me. Oh, that's yeah. a spider's going to get him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, we're getting close to the 15 minute mark here. We'll wrap it up. The other thing which always was neat for me was, yeah. uh, was a debit card. I always had a hard oh, time yeah. with that. When that, when did when that I, come out? I remember when it, in Canada it was always at the top of that. We we I think did more debit card than anybody. Oh, else like in the first, world. like leading. But I remember when at first when they were talking about, it, I'm going, "There's no way. How can you have money in a card? It didn't even make sense." Yeah. Nowadays you go, "Well, it's easy," but it didn't even. It just it was so incomprehensible, yeah, kind of mind boggling. And now we do it like it's nothing, eh? So. Well, like kind of similar to that. Just a quick odd one more thing. And I again, I took a history class in university. I have had a lot of cool university experiences so far, but um, my teacher, he does this, uh, help me, <laughs> he does this little, like, uh, example to get the point across of, like, how money, paper money, was so strange for people back when they made the conversion from coin and, like, metals and all that to paper money. So he goes up to somebody in the class, and he's like, um, how about this, I'll give you this $20 bill. If you give me, uh, I don't know, like, I forget how he did it, but he basically said, uh, give me a $20 bill and I'll give you a piece of paper with $20 written on it. And the guy just went along with it, right? And he gave him the piece of paper that he just wrote, like, chicken scratch $20 bill on it and took his $20 bill and then tucked it in his pocket and just continued the lecture. And the guy was just sitting there with his jaw open and he's like, see, nobody, like, you, you wouldn't think this piece of paper was currency. Like, obviously, you're like, what the heck? What are you talking about? It was so hard for people to realize gold could be traded for this because they didn't, they didn't trust it. But there's a true story on that. I saw it on Detour the other day. Mm-hmm. There was a city in the States back in the 1940s yeah. that was in a depression. It's just one city. Mm-hmm. So and, and the bank ran out of money. So all these people had thousands of dollars in the bank, hundreds yeah. of dollars. I mean, back in the 40s, hundreds of dollars is like 20000 Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the bank ran out of money. So a guy, uh, a guy came up with an idea to make currency out of wood. So yeah. he had slats. He made, I think, about $10,000 worth of money. You know, if you had $500 in the bank, he gave you $500 worth of the wood money. The other person, 100 1000 whatever. Yeah. Right? So anyway, so a couple months goes down, goes by, and they're going, where's all our money? Yeah. Know, nobody's giving, we're getting real money back. We're not getting our money anymore. But what happened was, to keep it, cut it short, was... People saw it in the news that they did this. Yeah. And they were, so if I had $500 worth, I'd get a call from Joe down, Joe two states down saying, I'll give you, you know, two times the amount in real currency for that money. They were buying that money to keep it and save it as a, you know, as a token kind of thing. Yeah. Or what do you call that when they save stuff? When they save it? Like coins and everything. They were saving oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, They were saving it like... So it would grow in value. Right. So they bought up all that money and 
you know, everybody had all that wood money yeah. saved up. So, but that's kind of weird. Yeah, and they ended up getting like reviving the community yeah, because of it. Through that. Interesting. Yeah, it was neat. So, um, it was a true story. Yeah, there you go. Kind of uh, jumped uh, into different areas today, but hope you enjoyed it. Um, tune in on Wednesday. Wednesday is our game day. And tune in next Saturday for another episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can find us on Apple. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. See ya. See ya. Thank you.